Let's start reshaping Europe. It's time. A podcast series of dialogue perspectives discussing religions and worldviews. A program of the Leo Beck Foundation, supported by the Federal Foreign Office. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Dialogue Perspectives podcast. My name is Guy Schochat. I'm a program manager at Dialogue Perspectives, and today we are glad to air the next episode from our series, Reshaping Europe. In today's episode, I will be speaking to our participant, Jaspreet Singh. Jaspreet is a native of the Indian region of Punjab and completed his BA and MA in Business and Human Resource Management at Birmingham City University in the United Kingdom. He is currently pursuing his PhD at the same university on the subject of discrimination of employees from the Sikh community at the workplace. Since his first days at the university, Jaspreet has been active in campus politics. Among others, his engagement led him to be elected president of the Birmingham City University Student Union. Furthermore, Jaspreet has also been active on behalf of the city's Sikh community, where he has been involved in protest movements against discrimination in the UK and India. I had the pleasure to speak to him about his experiences with our program, his expectations for our upcoming program year, the meaning of history and remembrance culture for him as a Sikh living in the UK, as well as about his activist work for the Sikh community and the wider student body in Birmingham. I hope you enjoy the conversation. Okay, so welcome to our first uh, Dialogue Perspective uh, dialogue, basically, in our, um, in our podcast series, uh, Reshaping Europe. I'm very glad to welcome uh, Jaspreet Singh. Um, Jaspreet is a PhD candidate at the University of Birmingham, a participant of the 2020-2021 program year, and also gladly uh, continuing his journey uh, with us in this upcoming program year, starting uh, in October. And I would first like to give uh, Jaspreet, uh, to give you the opportunity to just uh, tell us a bit about yourself, um, about your background, about what maybe also led you to Dalla Perspectives, and I uh, look forward to speaking to you. Hi, Jaspreet. Uh, hello, Joe. Uh, thank you so much, first of all, for providing this space, and I think it's amazing. It's good to be in touch with people from all of the Europe and initiate dialogue and learn more. Uh, so my name is Jaspreet. So I am a student at Birmingham City University. So I'm currently researching for uh, the hostility, the discrimination uh, against uh, Sikhs uh, within the workspaces. And I was former president of my university. And uh, yes, yeah, so I'm been, I'm involved quite a lot in British organization of Sikh students. So yeah. Uh, so you're also researching um, discrimination authority towards Sikh uh, population in the UK. Yeah, is that correct? Uh, within the UK context, the workspace. Okay, yeah. okay. And how far are you with your with your research? Um, it's interesting, and I think what happens, uh, Jill, as you know, with research when you submit your work to the supervisor, sometimes the topic change, so the angles change. So it's interesting. Um, so yeah, I think I can say um, I'm in the middle at the moment, but I still have to conduct my study. You have to conduct your studies, obviously, um, and you also have uh, many other avenues that you're, you're going towards um, uh, during your stay in the UK. Uh, one of the things you, uh, you're you active in is obviously the Dialogue Perspectives program. Um, would you like to maybe just uh, give us some background information how you actually um, 
took notice of our program and what led you to to apply last year? So yeah, um, I think it's what happened. Uh, Dialogue Perspectives they tagged a British organization of Sikh students. So then Boss got in touch and said, "Just free, uh, we think you will be really good in this." And uh, then I filled out, and uh, how shall I say? For me, it was a great experience, and I absolutely loved it. And, and I think the best part was meeting people from all over the Europe. So this idea which I had, okay, um, so whenever I may want to uh, learn something, I can go to different people in the UK. But then that space, so seeing like my family, extended family members all over the Europe now because of the Dialogue Perspective program. And for me, I think it's very empowering because now I think uh, more in European terms as well. So it's, it's something really good to have friends critical friends to whom I can ask different questions without being judged and I can learn more, thrive more in different situations. And yes, yeah, so, uh, so yes, absolutely loved it. And I really, really enjoyed This is an interesting point you make. Um, as uh, someone who um, uh, grew up in Punjab, if I'm correct? Uh, yeah. Exactly. Uh, so um, coming to the UK obviously has this element of colonial history. Um, exactly. And this year so i guess this european um experience is something that kind of uh, stuck with you also in relationship maybe to the current brexit uh, reality in the uk maybe can you give us some more input on how um you perceived also uh, this european dimension in the light of current brexit debates but not brexit debates brexit realities oh, yeah. in the uk and i think jill this is a really good question and thank you for asking me this uh, because it's really interesting and really complex because when you come out of Punjab, this idea about how whiteness looks, how these countries are, etc., is embedded uh, through colonial education of so-called India, which we have in Punjab as well. So it's, it's interesting that this idea of white supremacy, countries are this, etc., etc., was there in my mind that, oh, wow, if I go to this country, I can do these things. This is the best country in the world, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but so this Europeanization concepts were there in me within Punjab. But it's interesting when I came to UK, when I started living in the society, as you know, Jill, six, seven months, you think, oh my God, wow, amazing. But then I started living here, realizing what the actual problems were of the society. And I think... It's interesting how in Bollywood the idea of whiteness was embedded that, oh, wow, I will be saved in a certain situation uh, by mainly white people or European people, I'll say. But then I realized actually racism on the ground, uh, it was too bad uh, directed towards me because of my religion, who I look like, because of my skin color, because of my language. But then I started realizing actually who I am because when you're connected to your roots, but then you start falling on your roots, that's when you realize actually who you are. And I think this is amazing because in Sikhi, we get blessed with Amrit. So we get baptized. We get blessed with 5Ks, Rehat, which is code of contact. And then I started asserting myself as I am. And I think it's interesting when I started asserting myself as I am, it pushed me to amazing spaces so within uk we have three phase forums so that's a really good uh, dialogue initiating space 
and then on a European level uh, with uh, Dalek's perspective. And I think it's, it's something which is really good because I can have critical conversations with people from all over the Europe who have critical experiences, who have refined themselves and who've seen how certain identities or certain colonial ideas are restricting us youngsters and then they're preparing to defy it. So, yeah. Thank you. Um, and obviously, I think I reckon that one of um, also the things that kind of come to mind when you kind of go beyond the UK perspective is also um, how diverse these forms of exclusion can be historically, but also in the present. Um, so I think one of our aims with Alex's perspective is really to bring together um, participants from all over the Europe also in order to, to discuss the complexities of our histories uh, that are obviously also entwined, but also in some, in some case, uh, they differ from each other, um, from country to country, from, but also from community to community. Um, I would like to ask you also about, um, get back to your, to your academic work, so speaking about uh, researching hostility, researching uh, discrimination is something that not only interests you academically, but also lead you to uh, be an activist in the UK. So would you like to maybe expand a bit more where you're organized and, and um, how your impact has been or what you aim to uh, impact in the next years while, while being in the UK? Yeah. Um, so Jill, uh, for me, because I was president of the uh, Birmingham City University Students Union, uh, I think I got involved in UK student politics quite a lot, then got involved within the Gursik pol- political structures within the UK quite a lot. So it's interesting that how from being activist background and then coming into academia, but the aim, as you said, and I think really well said, like it's all about then using these skills uh, so that I can serve my community better. So the kind of activism I see. Uh, so one is internal, as you know, within Sikhi, like I should try to challenge myself, uh, control my vices within myself. But then on external form, uh, Marish teaches us to resist uh, all those uh, powers who are trying to limit anyone in this world. So for me, uh, like if you look at Punjab level, India level, or uh, then international level, international level, as you know, racism, then uh, on uh, so-called Indian level is Brahminical hegemony, but still within the capitalist construct. But then on Punjab level is Jatwad, so which is a certain sect who thinks we are higher than others. So being a Sikh, my activism is kind of like targeting all these ideologies who think they are better than others just because who they are. So recently, uh, as you know, Joe, uh, farming laws uh, are passed by so-called Indian government, and then we organized protest in the city center where we made people aware of what the laws are and what kind of things are happening uh, and how Indian hegemony is trying to assimilate Sikhs within their so-called framework. But then on the other side, I'm quite involved with anti-racist networks in the UK as well. So it's for me, it's more about especially going to black conferences, learning what blackness is, then learning what the history of Africa is and history of different uh, 
parts of Africa and how it was influenced with colonialism. So that's another part of uh, my activism as well. May I uh, just uh, in, in, not interrupt? I think you were coming to an end with your with your um, description, but I was wondering um, because obviously coming from a Sikh background in Punjab, having the history of conflict with um, the Indian nation state or the Indian government um, and all that comes with it, when you yeah. come to the UK, you are with uh, I guess also Hindu Indians um, subject to racism of white supremacy, and I was wondering in that case. If there is, despite all the differences and all the conflicts that have, you know, have historical roots, if there is also, if there are also initiatives that kind of aim at um, standing together against uh, forms of racism that affect both Hindu groups and Sikhs uh, in the UK. Okay, and definitely, uh, Jill, when it comes to idea of racism, especially brown and uh, black folks, uh, so they organize quite a lot and. Nothing when it comes to racism. People do get together and they resist. But I haven't seen any initiative yet uh, because the differences of experiences as well. Uh, because uh, nothing on one side, uh, for me, being a Sikh, the way we look, the way the religious kakars we wear. So for me, I think the, the racism which a Sikh may experience is a bit different. Uh, than others but then the idea of Sikhi is all about resistance but I think this is something which can be initiated a bit more but uh, yeah but I think still when something happens uh, people from all different backgrounds especially brown backgrounds as well they get together and resist uh, racism and what do you think also from your experience with other perspectives possibly or other interfaith initiatives that faith? Form that you mentioned previously, what can the role of interfaith worldview dialogue be in bringing uh, people of all backgrounds uh, together when it comes to combating racism? Because after all, uh, yes. the element of religion and worldview is a different element than the element of um, race or color or um, other forms of exclusion. So I guess I was just wondering what you what you make of uh, the relationship between these these forms of activism or these forms of dialogue. Yeah, I think uh, first of all. Um it's amazing uh, to think and have a space where we can go and learn. And I think for me, it started with the parliamentors, uh, with Three Faith Forum, and now Dalek's perspective, because again, reiterating that message that I can have critical conversations. So I remember sitting in Dalek's perspective and the idea about Israel and Palestine, but the conversation around it was so interesting and so factful. So I think this is amazing because people who are knowledgeable from different backgrounds, who are doing something, they're coming together. And then instead of raising their voice or anything, they're trying to put their message across so that other can learn. And I think this is something amazing because we learn from each other and we do things. So I think for me, when we start learning from each other and the curtains of ignorance, when they start falling, that's when we realize actually there's a bigger thing which is trying to hold us down. I think for me, Jill, personally, the colonial lens or the colonial knowledge through which we see each other, I think when that starts falling, then we start forming linear links because we speak to each other. And that's where I think it lays the basis of resistance. So resistance in a way in which we understand, but then at the end of the day, we do understand what's the um, 
what we call what's in the middle of us which is keeping us separated so this idea of oneness so one almighty within everyone so we get to experience that but then the idea of social justice how are we going to challenge that nothing it comes after dialogue uh, which is happening so it gives us a space and after that we can organize and after that we can resist so the idea of social justice is in all the faiths so standing up for those who are poor and weak and then resisting who are trying to keep uh, people alienated from the basic things so yes i think there's a very good link but i think there's a very good and sustainable link uh, which stays there forever and i think for me sorry you because the friends i've called through dialogue perspective or the parliament those i think they're forever friends and they're forever critical friends who that i reach to and say actually i need something from you come on give me some information yeah i mean i think this is something that uh, we hear from many of our participants that yeah besides also being comfortable with discussions besides challenging oneself um that the really the 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 friendships the long lasting friendships are something that are just um yeah totally like a signature signature element of our program that people really from all over europe um just get together and, and develop personal relationships which are equally important also if we seek to um progress towards a, a more just a more uh, egalitarian and more uh, empathetic um future um i would like to um coming towards the end of a discussion already try to um shift focus to our next program year as you uh, uh probably know as uh, that because you're participating we're going to deal in the next program year with the topic of memory culture and i think this is something that really also connects to the discussion we had previously because obviously uh when you want to shape the future it is important how you memorize the past um So I would just like to know from you um as someone uh, with Sikh background Sikh activist uh, in the UK uh, what comes to your mind when we think or when you think of a European memory culture is it something that you think is basically possible and if so what does european mean in that sense also for you personally and i think it's really interesting um i was listening to something um earlier in terms of uh Sikh genocide uh and they were speaking about uh memory uh so they were talking about the present so the present as we see they say is a sum up of a past but then they say the entity who have control over the past they control the present but then they control the future as well so they were speaking in terms of narratives so it's interesting how a regime or the people who are in power they try their best to control the memory of the people but then on the other side it's really important for the uh for the people who are resisting to have their own memory bank as well so there's a lot of uh politics around uh memory uh chill so i think it's really important for communities to initiate their own uh uh own work so that they can remember themselves better so i think it's interesting because um for me i think going out to different parts of the world interpreting different communities <clears throat> and then using those things narratives to say to communities through colonial arrogance you are this you are this but they don't accept the uh so i'm talking about here the european hegemony they don't accept the real uh 
the real resistance which comes with it. So I think it's interesting. And this is where um, our Sampardama, so which is uh, the schools, uh, which were started by the gurus themselves. So they are the one who keep, keep the memory and will keep the memory alive. And then they will keep on motivating those who ever are in Punjab and everyone around to actually say, this is who we are. And this is what the Khalsa character is. I hope it answers to your question, Joe. Totally, totally. You know, I'm just, I'm just, uh, just listening um, and trying to uh, also reflect on how uh, enriching your um, your presence has been in the last program year, despite, and this is maybe the last point we would talk about, um, despite the fact that we obviously had to also um, shift lots of our activities to the online format. Um, yeah. Maybe this is the last question. How did the shifting of the uh, of our program to the online format how did this impact not only of our program but of so many um forms of activism how does this impact um your personal activism and your personal uh, maybe also academic work in the yeah. uk uh, and i think it's interesting jill um so i'm a kind of person as you know i love meeting new people so i'm an extrovert i love seeing like for me, physicality, it matters. And uh, I've struggled, if I'm very honest, uh, through online activism. And I've struggled quite a lot uh, through online meetings. And I think it's interesting when we have presence, people meet, uh, we can see the body language and the actions which come out of it are a bit different. Um, so, yeah, and I think it has impacted a lot because otherwise you have to... For me, like traveling to different spaces, then learning about that space, and then after that, learning about where people live, and then organizing with them for me uh, is better rather than meeting uh, someone online who I may not have seen. But I think there are quite a lot of implications. And I, as you know, uh, Jill, and I think the Pegasus. Uh, uh, thing which is taking place, how governments then they use this online data for spying and all that stuff as well. So I think it's interesting. Uh, it's good that you can speak to other people, of course, uh, in a very uh, short space. Uh, and you can travel through screens quite rapidly. But then on the other side, I think there are quite a lot of limitations because when it comes to action, when it comes to going on the streets and doing something about something and uh it's important to have those face-to-face -face meetings and organize i mean we can uh, from a retrospective point of view say that the meeting um at the last autumn seminar was fundamental in order to keep our work going in uh, the, the past program year so i think without our seminar in Weimar, um many of the things that we achieved also online wouldn't have been possible this is this is at least something that we basically realized um, yeah, so positive things on both ends. Yeah, so positive things on both ends. Yeah. Okay, so let's hope that we will be able to meet in Potsdam uh, in the beginning of October. Yes, uh, looking hopefully. Looking forward to welcome you. Um, from what we know now, this is uh, something we can we can uh, we will go on uh, go on with. Um, looking forward to seeing you. Just brief. Many many thanks for um, talking to us at the Dalek Perspective podcast on reshaping Europe. It was a pleasure to listen to your perspective on, on the matters at hand uh, regarding this. Um, and yeah, just brief. Um, I would like to give you the chance maybe to just uh, give us some few last words on 
what you look forward to with that perspective in the next program year. And uh, thank you so much, Jill, as well. Uh, it's amazing uh, to have good people like yourself uh, who are le- who are learning and then disseminating that learning to youngsters like us. So it's a it's a blessing. But yeah, I'm really excited. I can't wait. Uh, so it's going to be really interesting. Hopefully, my passport, <laughs> which I'm renewing at the moment, it will come back in time. So yeah, so I'm, thank you. So I'm really excited. Um, and I think yeah, for me, I come with quite a lot of hopes of learning, having friendships for lifelong. And I think for me, uh, I'm really looking forward for that aspect, and then looking forward to see post them as a city as well which was used as capital at some point by quite a lot of kings so that's going to be interesting <laughs> a very interesting site to discuss memory politics indeed yeah okay. just breathe thank you so much for being with us um wishing you a good day and uh, see you soon in october thank you so much jill stay blessed and keep it going <laughs> you too bye 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 Thank you for listening to this episode of the Dialogue Perspectives podcast series, Reshaping Europe. You listened to a discussion with our participant Jaspreet Singh from Birmingham about his experiences with our program, his expectations for our upcoming program year, the meaning of history and remembrance culture for him as a Sikh living in the UK, as well as about his activist work for the Sikh community and the wider student body in the city. Until our next episode airs, you are very welcome to check out our manifold outlets to keep yourself posted on our activities. Visit our homepage, www.dialogueperspectives.org. Also, do make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. My name is Guy Shohat. Thank you for listening, and stay tuned.